Hey, this is David Paul Francis, one of the writers of Krypton, and you're listening to Starkville House of L. David, I, I have to ask you. You're in the right. Okay, picture it. It's however many months ago. You guys are in the writers' room. You're breaking. Okay. Uh, you're breaking 106. Names like General Zod and Doomsday and Brainiac start getting thrown around, and then mm-hmm. you know they turn to you. All right, David, you're doing 107. Where do you go? How do you follow up? <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a good question, man. Because uh, you know I think like one of I mean all the episodes, especially 105, 106, they just you know, we, we just, you know, knocked it, you know, we took a big swing and here's General Zod and, you know, oh my God, there's Doomsday. So where do we go from here? Well, in, in my episode 107, uh, what we get to do, the playground I get to play in or the sandbox is the Brainiac Mm -hmm. sandbox. So you're going to get to see a lot more of what, or, you know, the agent of Brainiac that was behind the mask. You know, we know that uh, the voice of Rao had been infected. So now we get to see what his plans are, who this cat is. And, uh, you know, so that was pretty exciting. So I was like, OK, let's let's look at that. Let's let's look, you know, let's uh, let's look at that story. And uh, so, you know, this is where we'll really get to see, because, you know, the character of the voice of Rao. And we, like I said, we saw that he got infected has sort of been lurking in the background. Right. And uh, now he comes to the forefront. And uh, so I think, you know, it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting. I think people are going to want to know what he's thinking, what his plans are. How does he fit into this world? And how is he, you know, you know, what is he going to do? Because we know that, you know, Brainiac, you know, bottles cities. And how is he going to take Candor? And what methods is he going to use? So that's pretty exciting. So, so I, I think I, you know, I was really excited to write the episode. It was a lot of fun. 107 transformation obviously the episode we're talking about airs wednesday and yeah talk speak to what you can speak obviously this is before the time of airing so we we don't want to spoil too much or we don't we don't want to spoil anything there has been a sneak peek released uh via sci-fi a clip with uh uh between uh what do, what do you call him in the script? Let me ask you this, because that's going to kind of help me when we when we do our recap episode for Transformation. When 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 Ritson's talking as Blake Ritson, who does an amazing job in this episode. Let me let me just say that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just yeah. just chews up every bit of dialogue you gave him, and 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 does an amazing job with it. Um, because you, you you gave him some good lines, sir. Some really good lines. But in, <laughs> thank you very much. In the script, what what did you refer to him as? Was what, did you call him Brainiac? Did you call keep calling him the voice of Rao? Well, in the in the script, just in terms of, and, and this was just for you know, so people would know what the character was mm-hmm. uh, was you know the voice of Rao because mm-hmm. you know he's still pretending to be the voice of Rao, right? right? Uh, but when he reveals himself, you know, he I believe calls himself the agent of Brainiac. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, here's the thing, he's got a direct link between Brainiac. I mean, it's, 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 it is essentially like any kind of computer program that can download itself into a vessel. This is what, you know, this is what you're, 
you're basically hearing Brainiac speaking. I mean, this is, you know, this is, uh, this is, you know, the best word that I can use is the agent of Brainiac. Yeah. Because I know, you know, I know there have been, been a lot of, um, you know, people have released the, you know, the, the promo pictures. And you will see the full Brainiac. But, you know, this is a, this is a pretty good proxy, you know, till we, till we get there. And obviously, I, I know you can't tell us when that is coming, but in, in the meantime... No, 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 I cannot. <laughs> we've seen one but it'll shot... it'll be soon, and it'll be this season. Yeah, yeah, we've seen one shot in the trailer of him uh, revealing himself, but right now, yeah, right now yeah. we're dealing with the, the infected, as we've been calling him, Goldie Wilson, uh, on, on yeah, the show. Yeah. But uh, I love the Back to the Future reference. Thank you. I'm a huge fan, so... <laughs> Listen, anytime you can tie Back to the Future and Superman together, you make me happy. That's oh, all man, are you kidding me? That's uh, that's like, you know, those are that's my sweet, sweet spot right there. Thro- you know, throw- time travel, Back to the Future, and Krypton, and Superman. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. Throw in a little Bill and Ted, and, and, and we're good to go. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You were talking about all the things that I love. I'm, I'm so into that. Did we just become best friends? Did that just happen? I think so. I think so, yes. I keep waiting for Bill and Ted 3 because oh, I, yes. I know that uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves did a shoot for uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly yes. recently, and I was like, oh, please, please, God. Let it happen. Make this happen. Why has, why has Netflix not greenlit this? It's automatic money. Just <laughs> you know, go ahead and do it. Exactly. Why isn't this? Yes, exactly. Well, in, uh, you know. That kind of so leads right. me uh, into a next question, talking about the writer's room, and we'll jump back and forth talking about transformation. But as you guys have, have formed this season, I mean, you, you really have broken the mold in terms of Superman storytelling. You and I were talking a little off air on how to develop something that doesn't involve Superman but directly influences Superman mm-hmm. or is influenced by Superman, rather. And... With time travel being such a huge aspect, and of course, that's always dicey when you get into something like that. When when you're sure. when you guys are breaking in the room, what what kind of motifs are you pulling from uh, in terms of of time travel? Because there's a lot of different rules well, out there. There there are you know, and you you look at kind of like you know, you look at things like Back to the Future. You look at, you know to to films where it's been done well and you know there's so much about time travel you know there's so there's so many stories about time travel and you know what rules do you stick to you know what you know because you always end up in a paradox somewhere and some license has to be taken at some point but you try to tell it in a in a simple way that actually makes the most sense you know, and that's what we hope to do. I mean, that's what we're we're trying to do to not have it be so convoluted that that people can't follow it, or it's just like, oh my god, that's the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, but just trying to keep it simple. And I thought, like I like you say, Back to the Future is is a wonderful reference because it kept it pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they didn't go into. Uh, you know, they did go into a couple paradoxes, but they had just a couple rules and then they were able to just roll with it. And you just, you bought into it. You suspended your disbelief enough to really just enjoy the storytelling. And, you know, by keeping it, I, I think, simple is, is, um, is, you know, what we're, we're trying to do, but also, you know, make it an engaging story that people can actually, you know, buy into and believe. 
And, and I mean, some of that you've pulled from because, I mean, we've been saying this season on the show, we've been calling the cape, Superman's cape, the picture of Marty and his brother and sister. No, it, it, it absolutely is. Yeah. I mean, it, it absolutely, yeah, it is. I, I think that was the direct reference. I mean, that we used, that was, that was absolutely the, the reference. You know, I, I, you know, I, I, I think in the writer's room at one point, I, you know, when, um, when Adam, you know, tells Seg, you know, uh, bring Seg the cape and all that, and you see it sort of disintegrating, that that uh, that Seg has been Marty McFly, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> because it's like it's, you know, that's that's pretty much, uh, uh, you know, that was a really big inspiration for us, uh, obviously. You, uh, last week's episode, Civil Wars, did not uh, obviously did not pull any punches. Everything was turned up to eleven, and you would almost expect with the series, probably with a series that has a twenty-two to twenty-three episode season, to take a breather the week after. And this is you—you you didn't take take a breather. There's no time to take a breather. <laughs> uh, in, no, in transformation. there isn't. You know, there's really no time. You know, because. You know, episode five, you know, ratcheted things up, you know, when we found out that, you know, you know, the mysterious Black Zero operative was, in fact, General Zod and Lyta's son, you know, which is a huge reveal. And then we explore that more in six. And then it's doomsday and holy, you know, holy crap, what you know, what's about to go down. And like I said, this week, we're focusing on you know, what's Brainiac up to, you know, what are his plans for Candor? And, you know, then that ratchets up the intensity even more. So this is a character that we know has operated in the background. And now, like I said, he's coming out to the forefront and, and really making a stake. And it's, it's, you know, alliances are going to be challenged in this episode. Um, you know, battle lines are going to be drawn in this episode there's there's a lot of there's a lot at stake in this episode, I, and uh, so it's it's pretty exciting. Having seen it, I I think one thing you can say is, and, and if I'm overstepping, stop me. But I feel like every single person we've come to love in the show, be it Nissa, be it Adam, be it you know, Lida, everybody's life changes in this episode. Yeah, that is that is exactly right. I mean. It's in this episode, you find people that, you know, talking about alliances, it's it's people that you don't think will be aligning align. People that should align don't. It's And everybody's got a big decision to make. And that's why the episode is called Transformation, because people are changing. Uh, people are, you know, the thing that you thought they were, they're becoming something else. You know, in this episode, Seg... Uh, you know, it takes another step on his hero's journey, right? Yeah. Uh, in, in this episode, you see, uh, you know, Dev make a decision. Lida makes a decision. Jaina makes a decision. You know, Nissa, you know, we see a side of Nissa that we haven't seen before. And so she goes from, uh, you, I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, we see her in her, you know, position of privilege and power. And now what happens? Right. Yeah. So, you know, everybody is transforming into changing into another version of themselves because of the circumstances. You know, the world has been completely turned upside down. With that in mind, so, with, with that in mind, we've mm-hmm. kind of been talking about how 
so far, and I know it doesn't exactly work out because there's ten episodes in the season. But we've been, we've been, Frank and I have been saying that kind of each batch of episodes is its own little arc and trilogy. That you know, the pilot and House of Zod, I mean House of L, and the Ranklish Initiative were kind of their own standalone story, and then uh, the Word of Rao, House of Zod each kind of got contained but pushed the next story further a little bit obviously when we're left in the closing moments of of uh 107 we're pushed even further into the final three episodes how did yeah how how, when you were crafting that how did you kind of see that going obviously i know you guys have got an end point that you wanted to tell with with cam for the way the season ends but when you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you were playing in that toy box how did you how did you get us to where we start on episode eight well, that's the thing. I mean, you really, you know, what was so great about our writer's room, and I have to just say that, you know, working with the writers, you know, my, my colleagues, has, it's just been so great. They're such a talented, talented bunch of people, all led by Cam Welsh, who can't speak highly, of, you know, highly enough of. I mean, the dude is, uh, he's just got such a great vision for the show, and he's just a wonderful you know, in an amazing writer and an amazing way of like, you know, holding story in his head and then letting us, you know, bring our own creativity to the episodes. And, but, you know, like I said, uh, hardest, hardest working man in candor. I, that's what I call him. <laughs> but, uh, but the other writers, you know, you work really closely like uh, David Cobb, who wrote episode eight. I had to talk to David a lot about, you know, what I was doing in my episode so that he could then see where I was leaving off and we could talk about how that led into his episode. And we all, you know, we all have purchase and we all have, you know, voice in every episode, you know. So while my name is on, you know, 107 and, you know, I wrote it, every writer's DNA is an Every episode, sure, it, it is truly yeah. a group and a team effort, yeah. you know, to to create to create this show. Uh, everybody's ideas are in all, you know, in all of the show. So in the whole show. So, you know, it, it's it's funny when people say, oh, it's your episode. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I my name's on it. Right. And yeah, I wrote the, wrote the script, but it's all of ours. Like right. every that, that's what a writer's room is. I mean, you're, you're sitting around breaking each other's stories, helping each other out and crafting the overall voice of the show. Right. Exactly. So that, and so, you, you know, knowing where the end point was, knowing what we wanted to achieve, you know, you structure, you, you structure your episode to help, you know, ease that into the next, you know, three episodes to set everything up. You're setting the table up. And then the next writer, then, you know, since we know where that's going, you know, he does that for episode nine. And then, you know, once we, we do that in nine, then, you know, we, we, uh, we break the table in the finale. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, and let me, let me ask that because we, the, the table got flipped upside down at the end of, uh, house of Zod, obviously everything, everything, everybody thought they knew about the show was, was challenged and, you know, we're having to we're having to reanalyze what we thought was going on. So, have you kind of set the board again with transformation? Is it is it kind of another? Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. This is yeah. You 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 know, it's like we thought where we were going. You know, we thought we knew where we were going, and it got completely upturned. And now 
we're seeing where the you know in transformation we see where those threads take us but even then it gets you know it gets turned upside down you know you you think it's going one way and all of a sudden we take a left mm-hmm. you know the show takes a left and it's but it's all organic it all makes sense when you think about it it's not for just for the sake of doing it you know it all has intent and purpose that's leading us towards a specific goal hey uh who who's Zod's father <laughs> I'm not gonna tell I you. Thought I'd sneak that one in real quick. Okay. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. <laughs> um, I want to. I, I want to talk a little bit in, in our second half. We'll, we'll talk more about uh, what's coming up. As obviously as much as you can, but just kind of. I mean, you, you again. We talked off air about you growing up reading comics, being a Superman fan. Is this a dream come true to you? I mean, this is just. And, and let me say, I feel like. Cam or somebody sold their soul to the devil to get the cast <laughs> that you guys got, to get the crew that you guys have assembled. It, it has been a perfect storm of a series. Uh, well, thank you. And yes, I mean, yes, a deal has been made with the devil. Oh, okay, good. I'm sure that, uh, <laughs> Cam went down to the crossroads and, you know, but no, it's, you're, but you're absolutely right. It's like, this is, you know, work like I said, working with the writing team has just been amazing. But it's not just them. It's like you said, our actors. I mean, my goodness, these guys and 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 gals are so talented and crazy good, and so invested in the roles. Like, you know, when I was on set for my episode, like just, you know, t- Cam Cuff is just one of the most dedicated uh, actors you could meet. But that. You can say that for all of our all of our all of our uh, cast, yeah. but they're so committed um, to the role and they care. Uh, Colin Salmon, who plays Zod, is amazing. Uh, Anne, who plays Jaina, is just—I mean, it, the list goes on and on. You know, Sean Sipos is wonderful as Adam Strange. Uh, Wallace Day is Nissa Vex, and people that don't get talked about, I, I think, enough in in my in my view, or Elliot Cohen, who plays Darren Vex. Oh, so I think in- that guy and- is such a talent. And it's like, and seeing him in this episode, I think people are going to go, oh, oh, snap. Yeah, this his, guy, his range is, is impeccable. But to see him, obviously, if, you, if you've seen that, that, episode, that clip that Sci-Fi released, to see him groveling. Oh, yeah, no. I have to tell you, the scenes between Blake and and Elliot are some of my favorite of the entire season. It's so good. Because it's like you have two heavyweights just going at it. And it's, it's, it's so, you know, I, I just, you know, just, and it's just two guys in a room talking and it, they're just so, they're so good. And Blake Ritson, and I can't, you know, you know, lest I forget um, Aaron Pierre, who is just magnificent as Dev M. He creates so much pathos for a role you know, and, and, and Georgina is so good as Lida. It's, but that's the thing. It's like, I can just really keep going on and on about all of them, but they're also, you know, it, it really is like that. They're all committed. They're all ready to, they're always ready, you know, uh, to, to, to do the work and they ask great questions and, and they care about their characters. So, you know, just as a writer, it makes you excited to want to write for them, you know, to want to put, you know, give them the best, you know, work that you can. 
um, and and then they take it to another level, and then they do things with it that you didn't think were possible, and it makes you look good, but it's just as a testament to their skill and ability, and that's 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 fantastic, and we have an incredible VFX team. Uh, I mean, those guys, our post-production team is amazing. Our music uh, composer, Pinar Toprock, is just a rock star. And, you know, again, I know I sound like a commercial for the show, but that's really what it's like. I mean, that's really how good these people are. I, I would be, if it were me, even in the writer's room, I'd be going to everybody else going, okay, what are y'all working on today? Like, I don't want to be involved in every aspect of it because <laughs> it's it's cinema. You guys, you guys have, have, have told a 10-hour movie on television, uh, you know, and I, I think a lot of people want to compare it to stuff like Game of Thrones in the term of, like, a cinematic nature or... Battlestar Galactica or something like that. But I, I mean, I don't know what to compare this show to. I don't like comparing it to stuff like that because I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, all I know is, is it's its own thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and it's a show that I know that I'd want to watch, you know, because it's like, it hits like, you know, that, that, that teenager in me, that, that kid in me that watched comic books, this is a show that I would watch. Yeah. Because it's got, you know, it's, and the thing that I really like about the show, I mean, we live in a pretty cynical world as it is right now. Things are kind of crazy, but the show is about hope. Yeah. And the show has a really, you know, and that's the thing about Superman is, is that you can always look up to that symbol, the S, you know, the L sigil. And that is a symbol of hope. And I think that permeates this show. It's like even though, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on at that core and what SEG represents is this ability of a better day and of a better tomorrow. Absolutely. And I think that is something that really I think it really resonates with me and I think it resonates with everybody else uh, that works on the show. And it brings, you know, it just brings a little bit something different, you know, it's not quite as cynical as some other shows, which I love, you know, and there's room for all of it. But the thing that I like about our show is that there, it has that element of hope in it. And, and there is good, you know, and, and that's what Superman represents. And I think, I think, you know, we tried to incorporate that into the DNA of the show. You mentioned you actually got to go on the set, uh, for the filming of 107. Is that the only time you got to visit? Yeah, but I was there for six weeks. <laughs> so six weeks? I was there for, yeah, I was there for a bit. Wow. Um, I was there for the, yeah, for the prep of my episode, and then I was there for the Christmas holiday, and then I was there for the shooting of my episode. So I got to spend a lot of time up there. Oh, and I would be remiss if I didn't uh, give a shout-out to Metin Hussein, who directed uh, episode 107. Uh, he was so incredible to collaborate with. He is an amazing director, and uh, you know, he's become a friend of mine. And and uh, you know, he he worked so well with the actors and just understood the script and was a was a real champion for it. And I uh, can't thank him enough for that. Awesome. Uh, I mean, six weeks overseas is <laughs> that's a lot. So yeah, no, I was, you know, I was, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, they were, they were, they were offering me citizenship by the time I, no, I, <laughs> on you know, Krypton but, or uh, on which, <laughs> on 
on the planet. Yeah, no, I, I was going to start taking up residence, but no. Yeah, but living in a hotel for six weeks is a little uh, – it can wear on you a bit. But the Irish people, the, the city of Belfast is amazing. Uh, uh, the people there were so kind and treated us so well and, and uh, can't speak highly enough of them, uh, you know. And uh, except my only complaint about Ireland is it's, it's rainy and cold. Yeah, that's true. It is. <laughs> but, but, a, but a wonderful place. Uh, and I would go back in a heartbeat. You know, like I said, the people are lovely, really, really lovely. We're mere hours away from Transformation airing, and we talked about how uh, almost everybody on the show is really, yes, everybody on the show, all these characters we've gotten to know the past seven weeks, how their lives are going to be impacted. But I, I feel like tease us on, on how Transformation impacts two people specifically, and that is um, Jaina and Dev. Uh, let's just say that there's going to be some changes and the way that they, we know that the dev has always, you know, followed Jaina and that he has such high admiration for, for her and that is going to be challenged. And so that's all I will say at this point. All right, David, thanks for uh, being with us. If you would like to hear more with uh, David and being on Startwell's House of L, tune in after Transformation airs Thursday morning for part two of our discussion where we can uh, fully talk about the range of the episodes. <laughs>